Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about the benefit of your radiologist being clueless. Now, before we get started in this episode, if you're confused and you're not sure exactly what's wrong with you or what you can do, I actually did something recently. It was a presentation that we had called 12 Steps to Rapid Recovery from Running Injuries. And so this was a live presentation where I went through in order what I actually do with every single person who calls me for a consultation. So this is worth listening to. So it's only up for a limited time. We're going to have some replays available. I think I did live, but if you got the invitation, you missed it, I'm sorry, but we do have some replays available because I got lots of emails afterwards asking for it for the people that actually couldn't show up for one reason or another. So we will have those available. If you want to get it, you can go to docontherun.com slash 12 steps, and you should be able to access it there if it's still live whenever you're listening to this. That's one thing that might be really useful for you if you are confused. So let's cue up the theme song, and then we'll get right into the episode. So the big question is this, how are runners like us who don't like hearing doctors say, just stop running, who know that we simply have to stay active, how do we heal in a way that lets us stay strong, maintain our running fitness, and keep preparing for the next race, and still heal without making the injury worse? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Christopher Segler, and welcome to the Doc on the Run podcast. One of the things that really drives me crazy is when I write out an MRI order for you or an x-ray order for you and I explain on the form that I send to the imaging center that you have a concern for, let's say, a metatarsal stress fracture of the fourth metatarsal. And I write on your form that you've been running and training and you started having pain, you've been having pain for six weeks, you tried a fractured walking boot, you've tried offloading, you've tried crutches, you've used a bone stimulator, but nothing seeming to help. And then what happens is I get a radiologist report that says in the description, which is where the tech or the person at the front office types the information that I supplied to them in an order in for the radiologist to look at in the computer system. And most often what they'll do is they'll just type right foot pain or something like that. And this morning I was on a call with someone who had an MRI and he had gotten an order from the MRI from his doctor and he had a long history of injury and the only thing on the order was something like concern for fracture, but he'd had some other issues too. And because there was a, such a limited description for the radiologist, the patient was a little irritated and frustrated that the radiologist didn't have the full information. And I will admit that I also get very upset about this when I'm looking for something obscure that the radiologist is likely to miss unless it's on their radar but there is an upside to everything. And what you're looking for, and what I talk about all the time, is how to get a valid second opinion. And if you call me and you say, hey, Dr. Segler, I saw somebody and I, they said that I have this and I'm not getting better, what do I do, what's your opinion? I would tell you, well, you just blew your chances of getting a truly objective second opinion because you just told me what I'm looking for. And this is true of the radiologist as well. So although I think it's helpful for the radiologist to have most of the detail, the truth is, is that when they're clueless about your situation and they don't have all of the background about your situation, the lack of their understanding of your situation gives them the opportunity to look at all the images on your x-ray, on your MRI, on your CT scan or whatever imaging study you get and give you a true 
objective opinion on what they see based on knowing only your images and nothing about your story. So it can actually help you in that respect. And when that happens, then you know you're going, the radiologist is looking at it, they're saying, well, this is what's really the most interesting is this thing. It really looks like you have a plantar plate sprain, or it really looks like you have a stress fracture in one of the sesamoid bones, or you really have some tendinosis in the flexor hallucis longest tendon and not the Achilles tendon. And since they're only looking at changes on the images that suggest trouble, it really does give you a different opinion and in many respects, a more valid second opinion than the one that you're getting from your doctor. And it can be very helpful that way too. So even though I get upset about it, you don't have to get upset about it. It's okay. It's still good information. And it's a bit of a different perspective than if they did have the entire story about you, your foot, and everything that's happening with you. So if you're confused and you're getting a second opinion, try to make sure you get the objective second opinion that's sort of a clean read from the radiologist or the doctor who you're seeking out to do your second opinion. If you found this useful, please like it, share it, uh, send it to somebody, post it on social media, and I'll see you in the next training.